Should we crack it on camera? What do you want her to record for the... Uh, just say your name. Uh, say, hello, my name is Eliana Papillorio. Okay. Uh, watch my interview on Inside with Outsiders or tune into my interview with Inside Outsiders. And then say it in Greek, too. Okay. You cool with that? Can I say that, like, watch my interview, like, with Outsiders? You don't even know who I am, but it's your time yeah, you can to say learn anything. about me. Yeah. Anything you want. I'm just saying, yeah. that's the, what I'm trying to say is, say, that's the point of what I want you to say, but yeah. you can say whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, I mean, like, you they don't even know fun. me. Make it fun. <laughs> yeah. Don't know who you are. Some people know you, like, I think I got some of our, no, yeah, probably a couple. Our friends know me, yeah, of yeah. course. <laughs> I'm saying, uh, some of the people you met on the outsiders might still remember you, but those are the people from, like, fucking four years ago. Yeah. Yeah, so say something funny. Okay. You, you're funny. I'm going to tell the truth, that they so don't say, know me. Say it in English and then also say it in Greek. Okay. Yeah. Well, in, in, Greek, in Greece they know me. So I'm going to say, say so... Else. <laughs> so you know me, so it's gonna be fun. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's no <laughs> story. <laughs> okay. That's your camera and that's mine. Okay. Don't look at mine. <laughs> okay, we go. Should uh, we say it now? Oh yeah, she's yeah, we're recording. Good to go. Okay. So hi, I'm Eliana Papagiorgio. You have no idea who I am, but you have to see this podcast with outsiders and meet me. You have to meet me, trust me. Trust her, you gotta meet her. <laughs> <laughs> and now you can see it. And now I have to say it in Greek. Okay. Γεια σας, είμαι Ηλιάνα Παπαγιοργίου. Εσείς με ξέρετε, δεν ξέρετε όμως τον Τζέρεμι, οπότε θα δείτε αυτή τη συνέντευξη και θα γνωρίζετε ένα πολύ καλό μου φίλο. I don't know what she said, but... Listen to her. <laughs> no, I said something good, like for real. Okay. I didn't, I didn't joke. We'll see what Google Translate has to say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <clears throat> yeah. I didn't say the truth. I just said that you're a nice guy. <laughs> <laughs> wow. The truth comes out. Okay. By the way, I might look at my phone for the reference questions. Don't think I'm texting while you're interviewing. No, no, silence. no, no, no. Yes, sorry, I almost forgot that. You're texting. Like, who you're texting? Damn. Greek girls like that, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who are you texting? Yep. Girl, mind your business. <laughs> All right. You ready? All right. All right. This is Inside with Outsiders. My name is Jeremy Gary, and today we have Ileana Papayoriu. You. You. Huh. <laughs> Ileana Papayoriu. I've been practicing for like five minutes trying to say your last name like correctly. Five seconds, not minutes. You do a great job. Okay. Papayoriu. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Ileana Papayoriu. Yes. All right. Now I'm, I'm ready to go to Greece and host a TV show there. <laughs> All right. Let, let me get one, one, one more time. One more time. Papayoriu. Ah, perfect. Yeah? Good. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> The rest of this is cake. Now nah, I'm good. <laughs> so, Ileana, you, if, for those who don't know her, and I'm sure, as you said earlier, nobody no knows, knows me you. here. So. But uh, you were actually one of the first, what we call an OG outsiders. So, like the second year we were operating, you were you you partook in a bike ride of ours. Yes. And um, I came for the pizza, you know, and the beer. So. She came for the pizza and beer. Yeah. I didn't tell her about bike riding, but she ended up. Uh, yeah. Enjoying six it. hours, I don't know. How no. many hours did we do? I think it was we were biking, biking like the whole like city. 
three, two, three hours, two hours. It was two hours. That's to horrible. go and then to come back. Like oh, we yeah, had to come back come with back. the bicycles. Yeah, that's right. yeah. It seemed longer because we had pizza and beer after uh, yeah. before. Yeah, that's horrible. You 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 what tricking people in with food and beer to yeah. go on bike rides? Yes, this, that's horrible. <laughs> same thing I do for the interview series. <laughs> 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 yeah, you get you know you get candy. It's all good. Uh, but yeah, so you partook and you were actually helpful. I know you, didn't, you don't really realize, but you people sharing our our mission statement and photos and stuff kind of help us spread the word because we were really young at the time. And thank you for that. I was young. Like, I, were you? No, I'm talking about the, the outsiders. You're still young. Okay. Outsiders are young. Okay. She's, Just say, like, yeah, putting absolutely. the facts straight here. Yeah, we got yeah. you. You are young. I'm happy I helped you and I love you and you know that. I appreciate yeah. it. I love you right back. Thank you. And I, I do, I really appreciate everything and the, the fact that you're still a, a fan of the outsiders and, and being part of this show for, for that matter. Oh, thank you. You um, know, nobody knows me, so. Well, why doesn't anyone know you? Where are you from? I'm from Greece. What part of Greece are you from? Uh, from a small town, Patras. Mm -hmm. I live in Athens now. Okay. I work on television in Greece. I'm a TV-like presenter. What, uh, what TV shows? Uh, I and, do a fashion and, show, and if, like if, fashion show now about fashion. And so you do fashion, but when I met you, you were living in New York. I was living in New York. I was a model, yeah. yeah. I was living here for seven years. I remember when, when you moved here and... Uh, Oh, sorry, when you were here, not when you moved here. And what was interesting is, uh, and we spoke about this the other day. Yeah. I kind of felt like you were floating around, like you weren't sure what you wanted to do. And you, I remember, I think we had a couple conversations. In, in, about uh, that, yeah. About that. And then you moved back to Greece. I know we're jumping ahead because we want to hear your story. But you moved back to Greece and everything hit. Like everything, even your, your health improved. You know, Everything, your yeah. career went through the roof. Like, it's insane. I remember watching, and, and obviously these days we judge, you know, success when it, when it comes to entertainment through social media numbers, right? So I remember, uh, you know, we're friends on Instagram, and I was like, wait, what? what's going on here? What happened? Yeah, yeah. what happened? Like, you had, like, you know, 20-something, 20,000 followers 20,000 followers, right? yeah, that's what I had. Yeah, yeah, you did. And then all of a sudden, look one day, and it's like 500,000. I was like, what? What? <laughs> what happened in Greece? What happened? I mean, yeah. you just left. Yeah. You know, you remember, like, we had, like, these talks and everything. I was here. I was modeling, like, for 10 years already. Yeah. Like, starting, like, from Athens and went, like, to Germany, Berlin, Hamburg, yeah. Hamburg, and then Milan and Paris. Ended up, like, here, which I loved it. Like, I had a great time here. Like, a very good agency. I s I'm still with them. But, like, after so many years, we just want to know, as a model, like, your work is going to, like stop like soon soon you're right. not gonna be a model like forever you can do it now if you want because now we have diversity but like even like five years ago we didn't right we have like zero sizes and everything which still like they still have that like i think it's a whole like it's still a, a bit of a scam that what's the scam you don't have like so much the diversity in fashion of course it's only not. no no like you see the commercials and everything and like the Insta instagram post stuff about inclusivity and everything, but yeah. like in fashion, fashion, the size is still zero. Right, they don't care. They're, they don't they're care. only doing it for PR. We know this. It's not only PR, it's about like, even like for designers, it's easier to have like a smaller size because it's less fabric, less money. Ah. Everything like is less for them, like yeah. in, exp in the expenses. So that works for them like better. Yeah. So that cannot change so easy. Mm -hmm to make like um, the samples and everything. It's right. easy to throw like 10 like really small dresses for them. You know what right. I mean? Yeah. So it was really, you know, stressful that you have like to work out, like eat healthy. And I was doing it for 10 years. You remember me, I was yeah. waking up like 6 a.m. Yeah. Working out like three hours a day, yeah. having like only protein and salad, which I hate now. 
Like, I don't even like want to see veggies, like, it, was outside. It, was, like, do you think you attribute that to all those years of having to stick to this diet? I think because I had to. Yeah. Like, I had, like, the, I had the body, the skeleton, because of my parents. That's why I became a model, you right. know? It was, like, it, my body was okay. But then you have to maintain, like, right. the size if you want to do the job. Like, nobody forced me. Like, nobody right. ever told me of that, course. like, you got... No, it happens, but like never to me. Like never, nobody tell me like you gain weight or you lost or anything. They were fine. So I was this self-implemented? Yeah, like you have to maintain. You have to keep this job. You have to keep like making your money. Yeah. So you just work out, eat healthy, sleep early, drink lots of water and everything. So you look young and friends like of course. for as long as you can. Right. And then I was like... What am I going? What am I gonna do next? Like I studied like in Greece, like business management and journalism, and I wasn't sure if I want to do like any of these. You remember I was starting like a shoe like company. Yeah, I remember that. But that like fall out. Let's leave this story outside. <laughs> <laughs> not a problem. <laughs> because it's not good for the other people, not for me. Yeah. So let's just forget about no that. So. I had like I started like out of anxiety and stuff, mm -hmm. and I was like feeling sick. Yeah. I was starting like taking like medicines for thing things like I. I, I remember we went to yeah. eat and there were there was you having stomach digestive like issues yes, and so on. Yeah. I had allergies like. Yeah. And it was like all because of stress. Mm -hmm. So one day I decided that I need a break. Yeah. And I should go to Greece. Right. And I decided like in five minutes I just booked the ticket. Right. I took my stuff, and I left. Yeah. So I went to Greece, yeah, yeah. Uh, to get like a therapy there and get like better. Mm -hmm. With like, Greek people don't know that actually. I never said that with people like in Greece. They don't know that I was sick. So right. I was sick. <laughs> right. I mean, it's understandable. Like, yeah, especially like we're human and we can like get like through many stuff. Yeah. Especially in New York and, and the thought of like your future not being secure, right? Your future yes. wasn't secured. So My future wasn't secure. Yeah. So it was like. Really, like, I had a, a really hard time. Yeah. I have a few good friends, like you and John, like, who were, like, with me, like, yeah. by me all the time. But I really needed, like, a break. So mm -hmm. I left. So I went to Greece to do, like, a therapy and, like, get some rest and be with my family, you know, to have, like, the comfort of your home. So I went there, and a week after, um, I got, like, an offer for a job, like, the next top model, the Greek one. Greek next top model, yep. Greece is next top model. And I was like, I would love to do that. Like, right. I was I was actually... Were you, were you offered the job or you offered to, to the cast it? Audition, yeah, yeah, the audition, yeah. Okay. They were like, let's do an audition, like, and stuff like that. And I loved the show. Like, I was watching that show here. Really? Yeah. And were you ever... Have you ever done any TV work or acting no, work? No, ever? no, no. Okay. Just a commercial, like, for, um, uh, for Razors. You know, but did you ever speak? Is that you did that? That was me. <laughs> yeah. That was you. She yeah. got it. Did you, did you have any speaking roles though? No, no, no. So this was, was your first audition for a I speaking role. I was just doing role. that. It's <laughs> on your arm? You know, no, my leg. <laughs> well, I know the Greeks are hairy, but I mean. <laughs> 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 I used to, but like you know, technology. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> we'll we'll skip that out for you. <laughs> We'll leave it on the Greek version of this show. They'll understand. Yeah, they will understand for sure. So, like, um, I went there, like, to do the audition and stuff, and I was, like, so excited. Yeah. Like, I was, like, doing the audition. I, as it was happening, like, for real, as they were, like, recording and everything, and I was, like, got in the role and everything, it was, like, about the thing that I was doing, like, modeling. 
So it was easy for me to talk about it, like right. to the girls that they were coming and how to help them, what they can avoid, you know, and all, the, all this stuff. So I got the job. Well, cheers to that. Hey. Yeah, which was surprising. This is water, by the way. It's not beer. Yeah, that's it water. It looks like water, but it's beer. Cheers, cheers. to that. Cheers to the liquid death. Appreciate you guys. Uh, sparkling and water. sparkling, yeah. Nice. So you got to get your first audition for anything, I guess, speaking related, and you got it. That's, yeah, that's, yeah. That's, uh, that's not usual. Yeah, but you know me. I talk a lot. Like, you do? I cannot shut up. If, like... <laughs> <laughs> well, well, thank God. <laughs> well, thank God this is a podcast, because you're supposed to talk a lot. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. No, no, but you always have something good to say. And you're obviously very funny, entertaining. Even if you're not trying to be funny, you can be funny. Yeah, I'm not trying to be funny now, but no. I know that. Like, <laughs> I can't help it. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> so you got the job and... and um, I got the job, yeah. And how, I mean, your life changed, as you say, overnight, but I mean... Yes, in the beginning I thought that, like, I'm going to stay there for three months, like, from the project, and, mm. like... And then move back to New York. Yes, yeah. and then I was like, oh, I'm going to be healthy again, I'm going to get some money, I'm going to be better, I'm going to go back to my work, like, you know, with, like, confidence, mm. and everything is going to be fine. So the project it went like for six months instead of like of three because it was doing really well. So mm -hmm. I would like send like the, the episodes and stuff from the beginning. Like they knew that it's going to be like better. So we made like more episodes. And then I got anxiety there too. What? Because like when this show like aired, yeah. it was like a huge like hit. Like everybody loved it. How long after it. it aired? How long after you shot it did it air? Uh, we we started shooting like in April or May. No, it was May, mm -hmm. and it was like September, like on TV. Okay. So like between like this time, everything was like was perfect and everything. I was working all day. Like we had like shootings like from one day to another without like a stop because it's a TV show. So you have yeah. like actually to finish it because the budget, you know. Um, mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was fine. I had time. I, I, I found so, time. So you you. Um, what caused your anxiety during that time? Well, when it, the show aired, like, as you said, like, in one night from 20K followers, I went, like, they went, like, 100,000, like, 200,000, like, everybody, like, got interested. And I I never thought that it's going to be, like, such a big thing. I thought it's going to be, like, a job, like, modeling, when you go right. do a photo shoot and you are the model. So nobody actually cares about you. They just see the clothes and the stuff. And this show is about, like, the new models, the new girls. Right. So I was focusing, like, on the girls, like, filming, like, the show. I never thought that it might be about me. Well, of course. Well, I know you may not have thought that, but it's also yeah. not just you, but it's also you sharing your thoughts and your ideas. And obviously, you seem to be interesting yeah. enough to now... People and wanted to in. And I was, like, really naive because I was, like, so honest. And I still am, so... I was I put myself like all out, which is probably what made you so, which gained you popularity, right? Because you're being authentic. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. You know, you're not sugarcoating it for TV and hiding yourself. No, I was like, I was real. <laughs> yeah. So what, I, am, I keep it real because I love doing, that. What were some of the things that you said that you look back like, oh, wow, I was really honest and tr being everything. Everything you said. Everything you have to watch the show. I mean, I don't speak Greek. <laughs> I need. To I'm gonna translate for you. Okay, perfect. <laughs> Are you are you do you look back on anything you said and like uh maybe maybe I should not have no. said that? Okay. No, because you know after I can it's for me, sorry, because I'm thinking in Greek and I have to translate everything now. Um 
it's very nice and it's like really it's a relief that people like you for who you are mm. so i never had to be like someone else i'm right. just myself you know i'm honest i do so many mistakes and i'm gonna do a lot more for sure because i'm human and i love to make mistakes because i'm gonna learn like more things like in my life mm-hmm. but they like me for who i am you know yeah. or they hate me because i am like that you know but right. they i'm honest and they're honest with me right and i love that connection and and did you were you ever afraid to like mess up on tv or anything no i was messing you were messing up yes you know because i always tell people <laughs> like when you know, you think about it. When you see somebody mess up on TV, most of the time, like really mess up, embarrass themselves if they're not TV personalities. My first thought when I when I see someone mess up is, oh, I want to help them. Like I feel bad for them. I wish they weren't feeling so embarrassed right now. They shouldn't, yeah. you know. And if I think, I think about like if I were speaking in front of people, and I were to mess up. I'm sure other people would feel the same yeah. way. And I'd have some friends like Bams that would point and laugh. But you know, yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm that person. Like I, I don't feel embarrassed when I mess up. I right. just laugh, you know, because right. like. It happens. Which like from the small <coughs> things. Sometimes I forget that the camera is running and I'm just taking off my shoes and just sitting there. And everybody was like, Illy, we're like on camera. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. But isn't honesty better? Because, I mean, if you were one of the girls that were actually on the show, wouldn't you want the person that you're going in front to be on, actually honest with you? Yeah, about I was trying yeah. to do that. And yeah. most of the time I was doing that on, ca- on camera, of course. And then off camera, I was trying like to explain them like better because sometimes they don't, a- they don't actually understand or believe that you're honest with them. Oh, like, the producers? No, 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 like the girls. Like they think, oh, sh- oh yeah. you, make, you say it's so hard because you don't want us to like, succeed or everything. And I was like, no, no, it's really hard. Like... Yeah. You have like to wake up early, you have like to be focused, you have like to take to make money, you're gonna be by yourself, like you know, if traveling. So you have to be really careful and you have like to care about yourself first. You have to take care of yourself. And what's that entail for us if you're giving somebody that advice? What are you referring to when you say take care of yourself? You know, I did that like I, I became a model like by by an accident. But let's hear that story. How did that yeah. happen? <laughs> so I was a secretary. I was studying like journalism in... How, uh, how old were you? 34. No, how old were you? Oh, I was 22. But you, you were a model at 22. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of late for, for modeling, Yeah, right? because I wasn't supposed to be a model. I was supposed to be a journalist and I was like studying. That was my... my I studied journalism too. Journalism yeah. PR, yeah. So, and so here we are now. Here we are, yeah. <laughs> Randomly. <laughs> My path was club promotion and running an outdoor uh, social club, and your path is modeling. You see? Yeah. So, like, I was a secretary to my to the college I was studying yeah. because I had, like, the money to pay for it. Mm-hmm. So I was working there, and I was taking, like, the, the Greek subway, uh, and in the stop that I st- where I was stopping like to go to work, there was this guy from the, from ma- the mail, like the USPS, yeah. the Greek USPS. So he gave me like a card of my manager, the one that I have now, and I always like had. And he was like, "You should call her." Wait, the, po- the 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 mailman. The mailman, yeah. The mailman gave you mailman. A, a, a manager, a model manager's card. Yes. That did dude has a great side hustle. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> but how did he? I hold up. Why did the he? The agency was close, like to my to my work, so, so he knew, he knew her. Oh, so he became friends with her. Yeah, everybody's friends with her. So if you met her, you're gonna love her. Well, when do I meet her? When you come to Greece. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm coming to Greece. Uh, well, that's interesting. That's like very yeah. different from most. Cause, I mean, the stories I've heard from people that have been modeling 
is walking down the street or even in high school. Oh, that happened to me last week. To you? Yeah, yeah, in Soho. Someone like scouted me like in Soho, like a yeah. girl. She was so pretty. And I was like, oh, thank you, darling. You, I'm so old now. Yeah. <laughs> I used to, <laughs> but thank you. I'm old now. <laughs> old now. Such a model mentality. <laughs> well, I'm old to be like to start my modeling career. Well, of course. So what did she say? She said, I told her like, I used to be a model, but I'm old now. And she was like, no, we can work like on 20s. And I'm like, I'm not on my 20s. <laughs> oh my <laughs> thank God. you, though. You're so sweet. <laughs> so let's, let's, let's talk about, so this guy gives the you the card. He gave me the card. And I say like, I took the card. I didn't want to be rude. You know, he was right. very nice with me. And I said, oh, thank you so much. And I just left. And I never called. So the next day I saw him again and he gave me another card. And that was going like for a month. He gave you a card every, every day. Every day in the really? same like train station. And I was like, okay, let's take the card. Why didn't you call in the first place? I never called. But I didn't, why? I didn't why? call. I didn't want to be a model. I didn't want to. Oh, so you didn't want to be it. Did you know you could though? No, I didn't know I could too. Like I I never it never crossed my mind. Did you ever look in the mirror? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Just curious. Yeah, but you know, you know me, like uh, yes. Like yeah. I used to I never like go out. I'm not like so social. I like I like a few people. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm not. I didn't know that that's like my field. So, one, how did you eventually you eventually called her? No, my boyfriend at the time like make him called her, yeah. and he was selling cars, and I was like helping helping like him with um the how you say that in English way with the loans yeah. that you take from the bank. Mm -hmm. Because I could do like money stuff for uh, for my job as a secretary, so I yeah. knew how to do that thing. And he was like, "Oh, there's this lady. She wants to buy a car and stuff. Like, can you like go there, like, and meet her and stuff?" And I was like, "Yeah, sure. I'm gonna help you." And it was like that girl. Get out of here. <laughs> in that office. And did, I yeah. Was she was she actually buying a car, or was she did she find no, out? No, she never bought a car. She no. found out where your boyfriend worked and went there. Uh, no, he called. He called her. He oh, he called because her. I was taking the cars at home. So like he called her day. for you. Yes. Oh, so he tricked you like he Jeremy tricked you to go on a bike. Yeah. <laughs> ah, <I laughs> like the same way exactly. I always fall for the same thing. <laughs> 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 so I went there. There is. I remember like the agency from like twelve <clears throat> years ago. There was like this huge table and the door opens like and she was waiting like for me and she like stood up and like she was like she's mine. Nobody moves. And I was like, okay, that's an interesting lady. Okay. <laughs> okay, that's not going to go well. So I was like a bit scared of her. And I just wanted like this to finish like as soon as, as, as possible, yeah. you know. So I was like, oh, so here are the papers. Let's talk about that. And she was like, oh, no, girl. Like, we're not talking about that. And I don't want a car. Thank you. Uh, you're going to be a model. Like, I'm going to manage you and everything. <laughs> I was like, no, thank you. No, I was like, wrong address. I didn't know what to do. I was so embarrassed. Like, I was like, how the f can I go out? Like, uh, how sh can I say that? Like, no. So how did you, did you, did you not leave out of fear? No, because like, she was like so strong and confident and yeah. like, and she's like so beautiful. So she, she captured like my attention. Mm -hmm. I was like, who's that bitch? You know, yeah. like she's so <laughs> strong. I'm, I have to learn something from her. Yeah. So for 30 minutes, like, she was, like, talking me, like, into it. And then she was, like, you, you're going to do that. Mm -hmm. Like, you're going to do that. Like, this is going to happen. So you just have, like, to go for it. So right. don't, like, waste my time. I was, like, inside my head, like, this lady is so <laughs> crazy. 
And she was like, no contract, like one month. You're going to try. If you like it, like you're going to stay like at the job. If you don't like it, it's fine. Oh, wow. But at, at least you're going to have tried, you know, yeah. and you're going to know if you like it or not. So I was like, okay, let's try. I, I never said like a word to my parents because I had to leave my job to go to the castings because I was working all day. You left your job as in you quit your job? Yeah, yeah, I quit my job. The first month, the first trial month, you quit your job. Yeah, I had so to, to do the castings. Yeah. Well, if I do something, I am committed. Like, I have to put it all or I'm not doing it. Right. Yeah. So I went to my first casting. Uh, I got the job. Oh, wow. Yeah. And then like... Shocking. I <laughs> 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 it was shocking for me. Um, I couldn't, well, I, I couldn't I believe see. that I got a job. Yeah, I right, was like, right. wow, maybe I can do that, you know? Yeah. I was like very excited. And then I got every job like from the first castings and I she booked for me like my first job like in Germany. So this is the first month you got every... Yes, I did like okay. six covers the first month. Six covers the first month. Yeah. And covers are, are not yeah. easy to get. No, no, they're not easy. But yeah. like, I think like she got a vibe from me that like, I'm a nice person and she liked me from the first second. So yeah. she really, really, really worked for me. Okay. And like everybody was so nice with me at, at the job, like which like it doesn't happen all the time. They don't actually pay attention like to the models. But everybody was there like waiting for me like with a coffee and like breakfast yeah. and everything. And I thought this is like the reality in the beginning. And then I understood that it's like only for me because I had friends like after, like model friends. And I remember I, have a shoot, I had a shooting for a magazine, like the cover, and another friend of mine, she had like the, the editorial like inside. Mm -hmm. And she goes like, do you like believe it? Like the fucking people, we don't have lunch. And I was like, what do you mean? Like we had lunch and breakfast and everything. And she was like, yeah, because it's you. And really? they love you. They love your manager. And I was like, ah. I was like, oh my God, that's why everybody's nice to me. <laughs> I didn't get it. Yes. Even in the casting. So who is your manager? How come your manager is so well regarded? Well, her name is Elena Christopoulou. Okay. Um, I can't say that. You can try. Elena. Elena. Christopoulou. Christopoulou. Yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> She's like really good looking. Okay. So <laughs> <laughs> she's she's the best in yeah. Greece. She she's the best you can you can have actually because she cares, and because she cares like for you like she cares for me for the pho photographer for the stylist for everybody like she makes like the best the best deal for everyone mm -hmm. and she tries like to work everything out so people love her and have her back because they work with her like for more than twenty years now. And they know that she's professional and, and that she actually cares. That's why I love her. I trust her, trust her like 100%. And she's still your manager, <coughs> right? She's, she's still your manager. manager. Yeah, yeah. Like forever. She's my, she's, yeah. she's my family now. It's not like a work thing. Yeah. Right. Because even when I was like uh, away in New York and everything, where, where she couldn't make money with me, like my mother is like, it's, it's in New York. It's New yeah. York models. Yeah. She was like talking to me, like texting me and like calling me like every single day. She never like pulled back. Right. Like she was there for me every day. And she's the one that got you the the, uh, the audition, audition for yes. the show. Okay. Yes, yes. But you also mentioned you she got your first gig in Germany, right? So that's when the first time you yes. left. Yes. It was for Greece. a huge like hair company. Mm -hmm. I left, I went to Germany like for two days for the job. Mm -hmm. And then between like those two days I booked like a bunch of jobs like for the whole month. And eventually I never went back to Greece. I just stayed there for a month and then the one month was like two months three months five in months where six in months. germany 
Uh, Hamburg in the beginning and then Berlin. Okay. Yes. And you know what the funny thing is? I didn't know that I can't, I could leave. I thought because I was booking the job that I couldn't say, oh no, I can, I don't want to accept this job. I want to oh, leave. Oh, you had to take everyone. I thought that I had to take the job. When did you realize you didn't? Six months later. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't know that I was getting paid because the first month you don't get paid. Like it's a trial and you take the pictures and stuff. First so month in Greece or first in month? Greece, okay, in Greece. Yeah. And like I was there like for s- the first month. I was like, you know, guys, like I came here like with 100 euro and like I'm, I, I eat only, only lettuce and stuff because I didn't have money and I have to maintain my money for the whole month. So I was like starving. I was like 30 kilos. <laughs> And I was like, guys, I need to ask like some money and I feel so embarrassed. And they were like, what do you mean? Like you have so much money in your account. And I was like, from where? They were like, from, you work every day. You have money in your account. I didn't know that I, have, I had like oh money. Oh my God. Yeah. Do, oh. Nothing. Not, I was just mm. a girl from a village, you know? Yeah. No, it's, I mean, I it's, didn't even it's so endearing. It's so sweet but no that was stupid <laughs> because the first like <laughs> no the first two weeks i didn't realize they had like a subway i was walking and it's a long distance in hamburg trust me i was stupid <laughs> let's make that clear she said it no i'm not um, embarrassed you know i didn't know anything i just went there right. for two days so wait wait so does the man the money was going directly through your manager into your account and no yes. and she didn't tell you or you just didn't look no, she knew, but she thought that I would be like smart enough to understand that I'm getting paid. Oh <laughs> so you okay? So you reached six months in Germany. Yes. And then you finally realized not only do you have money. Yes. Well, you realize that a month. I in, can leave. But you can <laughs> yes. leave. So where did you go? I, I went to Greece. I went to see my family. Okay. I was like, I thought that I was feeling like um, like I left like forever. Mm. Yeah, well, six months is a long time. It changed me. You know, it changed like everything. Before like my first like travel, I I was so cheerful. I'm cheerful again. But like years ago, I was like dancing every morning and hugging all my friends. Yeah. And I was like so smiling all day and everything. Yeah. And I was singing yeah. all the time. And when I came back like from Germany from this first trip that I didn't know anything and I was scared and I had like a map. Um I was so different. Like my mom, like the first second I went like home, she was like, "Oh gosh, like you grew up." Oh wow! And I was like, "Do you, what do you mean?" And she was like, "No, you changed." She was like, "It's fine. Like you, eventually you're gonna grow up." What did but she, she mean was, like, exactly? Really that she were no longer this cheery, happy. Like she opened the door, and I didn't like hug my family after six months. I was like, you know, I was like. Maybe because I was scared like the six months and I tried to hide it that I'm scared. I was walking alone like in the streets. Yeah. I didn't know anything, no one. I was by myself. I was working all day. I was trying like to be focused and stuff. And then like this like character like stayed with me. Like I'm the, I was this character like in Germany, in Milan, in Paris, like in New York in the beginning. I was, I was like that before like I made you friends. Yeah. Because I had like to take care of myself and be careful and you know have my eyes open and everything. Right. So this like person I was before like it disappeared but you say it's back now it's back now yeah yeah it's, it's definitely back now. yeah, yeah. Well, I do remember what's interesting is I remember you being there's moments you were like that you know yeah but since you've been back this is the first time you're back in four years right to New York three years yeah three years and and you're definitely one obviously you're, you're healthier yes uh, I'm healthier and yeah. um and you just seem also like 
less stressed and happier. Yes, I am. And you said that you were like, you just don't. Not to say you don't care, right? That's not the term, but you don't care. With you don't waste your time on things you don't need to care about. Yes, exactly. Is that a better way to say like it? Like since I do work on TV, so people like can see me, mm-hmm. like in my good and my bad days and everything. But like I'm not modeling anymore, so I don't have to like to be a size zero or ha- or have like this kind of hair or like be like that or do like that, you know, or like right. with no makeup or anything. So I can be just how, whoever no, I want. So I don't care how I look. Is it the thought of having to be that way that's stressful? Whereas, because like, yeah, in my in that. my opinion, you look the same as you did before. But the fact that you don't have I to—I thought w- you would say I look better, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was rude. <laughs> that was very rude of you. I'm sorry. Cut. Re- ready? No, but I look, but I look young. You know, you, know, you, you look, look so much same. better than you used to look. Uh, <laughs> you look so thank gorgeous. You <laughs> All right, that's going to be a great reel. <laughs> <laughs> no, but okay, what I'm saying is you yes, you look great, obviously, right? Yeah. But I haven't changed anything. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Like But is it the, uh, the I'm thought not stressing that you're not, about it anymore. It's cuz you're not forced to or the thought of someone cuz you never no one ever told you, but there's self-implemented uh restraints on yourself, right? Mhm. And the fact that you don't have to do that anymore and you still look you look even better now. Um, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So that's uh, so the I guess the, the freedom you feel is what's yes. keeping you happy. It's about that. Yeah. 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 I feel the same way about. I mean, the only way I could kind of compare it to is like, I enjoy going out. I enjoy going dancing. I worked in nightclubs for 15 years. I hated it after a while. You know, not that I would want to be in a nightclub all the time now, but the fact that. I can go and enjoy myself and do it on my terms and the freedom I choose to do it. It's if the same thing, yeah. yeah. It's, it's kind of the same but different, but it's yeah. the same thing, yes. Yeah. So I don't care anymore, like, how my hair you are, like, or how I look or anything. So nobody's going to, like, well, they do judge, like, people now, you know, these days on social yeah. media and everything. But I don't care about that, like, Let it's me just not tell like you, about It looks job. better. It looks now. better now. <laughs> <laughs> I got to reinforce that so uh, I don't get in trouble again. <laughs> no, I was just kidding. But, I mean, I that's what age, though, right? You start to realize that as you get older, like, it doesn't really matter no It more. doesn't matter. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, for real, I don't care anymore. And that's a great message to tell. I guess it's hard to tell these girls in, in, in the shows, or these upcoming models, that not to care because they kind of have to care. They have to care for but work. Maybe like, there's terms, like, on this job. Yeah. If you, like... If you want to do this job, you have to follow the, te- the terms. Yeah. Like, that, it is what it is. Like, if you are a doctor, you have to study to be a doctor. Of course. You have to follow the terms, yeah. you know. It's everything. All, every job has its terms. Yeah. So, I can say you, you don't, like, don't care about it. Like, don't stress about it and everything. But eventually, it's going to happen to you. Because right. it's about, like, insecurity, you know. Like I mean, out of any job to have, model insecurity. Like if you have any insecurities, that's like a job where it's going to be focused on. Exactly. You yeah. get to castings and, like... Uh, most of the times you don't get the job mm-hmm. like you get rejected so yeah. it's it's like that every day so you have to be very strong if yeah. you want to do it but you know if you can like cut yourself some slack you know and like have fun with it it would be amazing because i didn't have any of fun like i didn't I when was did like that change for you so it didn't like in modeling i was like i never had fun like i was from always the beginning from the beginning really? i was just, i was always so focused and i wanted like to be like such a professional and do mm. like everything perfect that i missed the point 
and I traveled like all around the world and I didn't experience anything because I was trying like to be like 6 a.m. workout then I have to go to the photo shooting then if I finish I have to get to dinner and like eat like and go sleep early because I have to do that you know girls go out yeah. have fun you know but it's Enjoy about balance life. right it's not about just but don't, find go, a balance. don't go rage don't go crazy either no no don't do that but like, I'm not saying that no but yeah. the thing is there's a book uh, uh, called Atomic Habits, right? And it talks about how to create uh, a habit and, and, and to last. And it's not about, let's say you wanna, let's say you wanna lose weight, for example. Someone is overweight, they wanna lose weight. You don't starve yourself to get there. You start doing a little bit. So every step is manageable. It's, you can tolerate that. So basically creating long-term uh, habits, it starts with maintaining some sort of balance and happiness with each little change you make and it has to be gradual changes and that's how you're going to maintain it because if you go like hard on yourself and you try like to rush things yeah. it's going to like get back to you exactly like you're never like going to have like the result you want like about everything it's about everything that it's not sustainable yes and for, uh, people ask about us oh you like a fitness crew I'm like no absolutely not uh our our activities are Sure, they're active, but we, then we people we go remember. eat and drink. <laughs> <laughs> but, then, but then we go eat and drink. There's balance, yes, right? Yes, yes, there's balance. So it's not not about like go be active, eat a kale, and and just drink water. If no. it was kale, I, I wouldn't come. Exactly. <laughs> 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 no. But it's about balance because that's that's sustainable. That's something you can do for long term. Granted, the thing of the thing of being active in a social environment is fun and and. Is being act, being social in in a place that's not a bar or restaurant, right? Yeah, exactly. But no, we, that's amazing actually yeah. because you get like you do an activity which mm. is amazing, like if, especially here in the city, which is like really hard to do that things. Yeah. And then like you come together with people, like your friends, and you meet like other people, and yeah. you get these stories and everything, which is amazing. It's mm -hmm. like an experience. Yeah. And like I really enjoy like coming like with you. Well, uh, hopefully we'll see you again soon so when you have time. <laughs> um, after Germany, where did you go? After Germany, I went to Milan. Mm. Um, I went there like for uh, almost a year. And that's the first time I got sick. Because like I got sick like many times in the years. And like, what do you mean work. sick? Uh, Stress-induced um, sickness? I, yeah, I, w yeah. I, got so, like, I was starting to work like with huge clients like Roberto Cavalli and Dolce Cabana and stuff. Oh, wow. And it was like really exploding. And I was like so grateful. But at the same time, I was like, do I look perfect like for them? Am I going to lose the job? Am I going to yeah. lose the client? And the money were like so good. Yeah. Like for me, like from Greece, like from a small town, that was like crazy, like living yeah. that life. And I remember like I was like at the gym, like even at the weekends, I was there like I was doing sauna and steam room and yeah. everything like to look perfect. And I got like so stressed that one day I woke up and I had like acne all over my face. I had like huge people, pimples like in my face and everything. And I was like starting having like panic attacks and stuff. Yeah. And I called my agency and I was like, this happened like to me and I have like to go. I want to go to Greece because when I get sick, I'm running back to my family, of course. Mm -hmm. And they said no. And that like it's the first time. But I love my agency there, though. I know you I haven't seen. I still love them, like yeah. they were nice, but like they were professional. So they were, they were like, you cannot leave because like these people like book you, so you right. have to stay. And I was like, you know, if I have to choose like between like my job and my health, I'm gonna choose my health. Of course. So I'm gonna go. Either you send a driver like to take me to the airport, either I'm going by myself. And they were like, You're, you cannot leave. They were like, if you leave, you're gonna lose like everything, the agency and everything. So I called Elena, my manager, yeah. 
And I was like, this happened like to me and I don't want to do like this job like now. I need like a month or anything and I have to go to the doctor to see what's going on because if I want to keep this job, I have like to get back my face. Right, exactly. I need my face for this yeah. job, you know. <laughs> so I called her and five minutes later they called me and they, they sent like the, the driver, like she took care of me. She took it like taking care of it. And the driver like drew me like to my, to the, air to the airport and I left. And after that, like the agency like left me and they put me like in a boycott. So they were like the biggest agency like there in Milan. And I didn't work for a year because no agency accepted me after that because really? they said I'm not a professional. So I was on the blacklist. Because, and it's funny now, because mental health, you know, talking about mental health and all that. I'm yeah. sure they're advocating that right now for, for people and for other campaigns. But at yes. the end of the day, they don't. Okay. No, but no, no, nobody job no. cares like actually about your mental right. health. If you have something, you just leave and they find someone else like in your place. Right, but to go out of their way to boycott you, that's even an extra step. That's worse. Yeah, but that's that's what happens. Like, it's not like a crazy story. Right. Like, no, if I you understand. leave the job and you're not a professional like to them, they just like put you in a blacklist and mm. nobody's going to accept you in the highest level yeah. like with them, like in the same agencies they work with. And don't you find it crazy that you were at the top as far as the brands are working with yeah. and you had that you know you would assume if you're at the top it's less stress or you're at the top you're there but you had more stress the most stress then which is interesting no then i didn't i didn't i never realized that i was like in a top agency that just people told me there that it is a top agency right. and i saw them how they work like i didn't know anything about agencies mm -hmm. like of course but like I saw like how they work and like how hard they were working for me and everything and all the girls and getting like all the good jobs. Yeah. So I was like, they must be very good. Like I'm right. in a very good agency, you know, and they were really nice. They just did their job. So a year later, I, my manager, Elena, she managed to get me like in Fort Paris. Eventually, the blacklist was off. The yeah. <laughs> and I went to Paris. But before, what did you do for that year? For that year, I was working in Greece. Doing what? Modeling. Oh, you were okay, so yeah, you were yeah. I was okay. doing yeah, I was yeah. doing the same thing. The first few months, no. I to get like off acne and stuff. I I didn't took medicines, but I did like a therapy with creams and stuff. And I didn't go out like in the morning, only when the sun was down. So I didn't got like any scars on my yeah. face. That's why you can see, because I had like three times acne. One there, one in Paris, and one in New York, of course. Of course. <laughs> the stress with like periods. Yeah. And I went like to Fort Paris, and the first day I, I went there, I met in the elevator with the CEO like from here. Yeah. I was like really lucky, and he asked me. I didn't know who he is. Of course, he's a CEO. How should I know him? He was like the, C <laughs> the CEO of Ford Models New York. New York. Yeah. Was in Paris and he was saw in Paris the same day. Yeah. The same day. Like yeah. I was like with my. Um, luggage like from the airport like he was like the same thing like we went like in the elevator and he was like are you going in or out like I was saying to say hi or goodbye to the agency and I was like it's my first day I'm just checking in he was like nice so like we go upstairs we, you sign like for New York like Ford and tomorrow like we fly to New York and I was like am I <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> like are you for real who's that guy you know so we went upstairs. He was a CEO yeah. of New York, like Ford, and we made the contract and everything. But I didn't go because I had like to stay for a month for sure with Paris yeah. because that's why I went there. Right. It wasn't like honest for me like to leave, and they just opened the door for me again, like you know, of course, to work. 
So I was there. I didn't like Paris. Um, I love it like for vacations or everything, but like it's so hectic. There are like so many people, so many tourists. Like to get to a casting in the subway, like passing through the Louvre, yeah. like you have like to survive to get like the casting or, or like at work. And I feel it was like a bit dangerous, like to be alone. So I was kind of scared. Well, why did you feel so dangerous in Paris? Like most of the jobs, they were like they are like early in the morning, like 7 a.m. So mm. you have like to take the subway, like 6 a.m. Well, on your own, yeah. Yeah, because like we didn't make so much money. I right. didn't have so much money, so I have to take the subway. I didn't take like a taxi. I was saving money. Yeah. So like there were guys there, like they were following me all the time. I was like really scared. Yeah. So I was like, maybe that's not for me. Like I'm too scared to do that. And everybody was so in love everywhere. <laughs> and I wasn't. <laughs> I was like, I don't have a boyfriend. I don't want to stay here. You know, and I had to, you know, a heartbreak from a guy mm -hmm. that time. So it was worse. Oh, it was worse. It was amplified. It yeah. was worse, you know. So I was like, you know, I'm going to Greece. I didn't go to New York. You didn't go to New York? No, I went like to Greece. Why did you go back to Greece instead of New York? Because New York was like in a different, like, uh, it wasn't like Europe. It's a different continent. Mm -hmm. So I had like, I was going to be like really far, far away from my family. And I am really close with my family. Like we talk every morning. We have like this ritual, like we FaceTime like each other and we talk about everything. So I was like, that's too far, you know, like I, I can like hop like in a plane and go like see them for the for yeah. a weekend. So I went there and I was talking for it, for it like with them. Like, maybe I will go to New York. And when they say, like, yeah, that's too far, you shouldn't go, I was like, no, I should go. Oh, wait, so your parents said it's too far? Yes. So but it's the first time that they say, like, no. So it's the they first didn't say time. no. They so said because they said no, you're like, no, I'm actually going to go now. Yeah, but it wasn't about that. Like, when, like, they got, like, stressed about it, I was like, maybe I could go, like, further than that. Like, I saw that my parents has, have a limit. And, like, you know, they were like, okay, maybe we can, like... Like my mom, she never like went outside like Greece. Mm, yeah, so oh, see, my yeah. sister, like she went like in Istanbul or like closer. I was like, maybe I can go like further than this. This like maybe yeah. I can try. And she's like, you say no, it's gonna be a challenge. So maybe I should try like a challenge right. and see where it goes. So they didn't know, but they convinced me to leave. <laughs> <laughs> so I left. Like what year is this? What? What year? What year? Uh, 2012? 2012, okay, yeah. yeah. So I came like February 2012, yeah. February is a terrible month in New York. It is, yeah. It was <laughs> so cold. Yeah. I was wearing thermal clothes. You were thermal? Yes. When <laughs> On I came the way here, here I, it was freezing outside. Oh, it was so cold, yeah. And she's like, uh, yeah, my friend told me I should wear thermals. I said, don't worry about it. I regret it. I regret <laughs> it's freezing. Like, oh my God, it's freezing outside. Yeah. So, you know, the, it's easier to come because they sponsor you, like, from work to come here. So yeah. I had, like, all the papers and everything, and they get you, like, for castings and stuff. So it wasn't that hard. You get, like, the model apartment, yeah. you know, you pay for it and everything. But, you know, you have to have some savings to come to New York. And I came here, and everything changed. Like, first of all, New York City is the easiest city in the world. It has just numbers. Everything is like that. Oh, the, the streets. Yeah. The streets, like everything was so easy. The subways everywhere. Like That's it was like funny. a heaven for when, models. When tourists ask me, hey, where, where's 45th Street? 
I said, you're on 43rd Street, count. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's like, look up or down, yeah, like exactly. you're gonna find it. it. It was so easy, everything was like 24-7. Yeah. Like that was like heaven. Yeah. You well, can find anything, are, I anytime. I don't think about that until I leave New York and I'm hungry after like, you know, maybe a night out. Nope. And the only option is like McDonald's, pizza or kebab. I'm like, here yeah. you can have a full real meal you have at everything. four in the morning. Yeah. Like the first time I went back like to Greece, after New York, I went to eat some bread, and it was Sunday in my hometown. We don't make bread on Sunday. Like, really? Yeah, they're closed. So I was like to my mom, okay, can we, I'm gonna buy some bread and everything. It's like, where? <laughs> I was like, at the bakery. And she was like, how? I was like, I'm gonna go in there and buy with money and yeah. take the bread. It was like, it's Sunday. I was like, so? She was like, girl, it's not New York here. Yeah. We don't have bread on Sundays. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I was like, okay. I don't know if I, uh, that's the thing. I don't know if I can, I'm sure I could obviously survive. Yeah, I don't know if I would want to be somewhere yeah. where I couldn't get anything I wanted at any time. You know, I'm spoiled by living here. We get spoiled here. Yeah. 100%. We get like really spoiled. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I like, I loved it here. I loved it. I so had a great time. The agency, like, were, uh, the bookers were so nice with me. I love him. I'm still with them here. Okay. They were calling me. I don't know why they cared so much. I think because of my agent, like in Greece. Maybe they talked them like they told. She told them that she's nice. Just take care of her. You know. Right, right. They were calling me. I remember like the first days, and they were your, like, your, "Your manager in Greece sounds like your fairy godmother." She is. Yeah. She loves me very much. Yeah. yeah. And I love her too. I mean, she's she's definitely someone I'd want as my as my manager if I were in Greece yeah, for sure. Yeah. She's amazing. Yeah. She's amazing. Yeah. I love her. So they were calling me, like, yeah. do you have, like, meetings? Are you called? Do you need anything? And I was like, does agencies, like, do that? Like, do yeah. they call you to ask you if you're called? Or if you're, like, they, they were so nice. <laughs> so, yeah, I had a good time in the beginning. I was starting, like, working. So yeah. that was the first two years or so? The, f the first, uh, no, the first four years, they were really good. Yeah. Like, I was, like, really growing, growing, like, really fast. I got like my own apartment, like I was making friends. And then like I was getting older and I was like in New York where like you can make it or not. Like yeah. there's nothing in between. Yeah. Like, if you don't like have family here, you're done. Mm -hmm. So I started like getting anxiety because of that. Like yeah. nothing happened. It was just in my mind. No, I, I totally understand that. And yeah. this it, just in your mind is actually a bad statement because in your mind can control everything. 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 It can make something feel like something very minor can consume you. I know. Like I was doing great. Yeah. And and yet like I had like this talk, these thoughts and everything like changed. Like even like in my reality, I was like getting anxious. I got like acne again. Mm -hmm. I couldn't work. And then like I had an accident and then I had another like and everything like went bad. Yeah. Like everything was like falling apart. And I met you. I met you in was it, uh, six years ago. Six, uh, we are twenty-two. Yeah, sixteen. Yeah, twenty-sixteen. Yeah. So this is when you started. When I started, you were already feeling this way. Yes. You're already feeling that way, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I met you through a very good friend of ours, John. John Legas. Yeah. Uh, John. Uh, I met John. I think I met John in twenty two thousand seven, two thousand eight, something like that, uh, at a gym. Uh, it was with friends of my friend Brent, and we played basketball together. And yeah. we, we uh, he was my trainer. That's how he was my trainer. We played yeah. basketball together, and then and then we reconnected. Um, I forgot how. I think he just messaged me off to a party, and we started hanging out a lot. Um, and then he introduced me to you, and and I I think I, I I hung out with him more from the second time I started hanging out with him. Um, 
and 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 unfortunately, and I want to kind of dedicate this show to John. John passed away yes, uh, a year from and a half cancer ago. a year and a half ago. Yeah. He battled for 15 months, um, and uh, that was uh, that was tough. That was like one of the first friends of mine that I saw. Uh, like he was supposed to be my 40th birthday party, and he texted me. He's like, I think I have the flu. And uh, and I don't want to just talk about him being sick because there's a lot of fun things about about John. But Most of them were fun. Mo- I mean everything. I mean the, yeah. the way he lived life. But it was the first person I saw from diagnosis till till the end. Uh, uh, as for the friends of mine who passed away, that was tough. But uh, I'm left with great memories. He and I went to we happened to be in Amsterdam at the same time, and like the whole yeah, time, yeah, and I told you we were like. We stop everywhere and get like pastries and beer, like combine them, like, <laughs> get fat and drunk, uh, have many nights out. Uh, and again, basketball put on t- uh, a few leagues together. But he also lived his life in a great way. And we're talking about yeah. to tie this into how you're feeling is, you know, the, the stress of trying to make it, try, the stress of like the stress you're putting on yourself, right? It's no external. It's all you're putting on yourself. It's and it's all understandable. Yourself. Yeah. He didn't live with that. John didn't live with that. John lived like, very light and i remember a friend of mine brent who who i met him through it's gonna sound like he was hating but he was just confused like how's this guy always being social always having fun always out and doing so well for himself right like he was a great trainer he did made a lot of money he was a great trainer yeah and he was like and brent was like slaving away on administrative stuff creating marketing plans and all that and not doing as well in that in that world and brent's doing great for himself in another way now but um and his personality was just like magnetic you know, like you know, he had like this Greek thing inside him. Mm-hmm. Like he was like a part Greek. Yeah. But, like he's never like been there only twice, like for vacations, and he didn't speak Greek in the beginning. Right. Which was amazing, like for me, because I could. Wait, teach he him. only went there twice. He told me he played basketball in Greece. He didn't. No, he came only twice. Oh, John. <laughs> <laughs> no, maybe when he was coming, but yeah. like, yeah. I think it was twice, yeah. yeah, or like maybe thrice, like, yeah. but like that's what I remember. Yeah. Um, well, he has like the great, great like Greek personality, yeah. where he wanted like to be friends with everybody mm-hmm. and make them like feel happy yeah. and loved. Yeah. Which was amazing. And he, and you felt that for him. Yes. Yeah. Like he, he taught me like so many things. Like uh, we started like as a. Um, he he was like my trainer. Mm-hmm. He was training me, so he was like very like professional with me, and he learned like he teach me how like to eat good, how like to sleep like good, like yeah. how to work out like in a good way, so I can be like healthy and consistent, and now how like can I be successful successful like in everything I do, and he was there like for me always, and then because I, I was listening. And I was like a good student to him. I think he loved me, you know, and that's how we became friends. Yeah. Because it was so easy, natural for us, like to communicate. Also, yeah, I'm sure you guys talked nonstop. Nonstop. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Even when we were working out, like we yeah. didn't shut up. Like, I'm a, sure. yeah. And when he started, like, understand Greek and like speak Greek, oh, that was amazing. And that's a funny. F- I didn't know that he didn't speak Greek fluently growing up. And no. I, you told me that. Yeah, and he had a Greek girlfriend, girlfriend like at the time. Yeah. So he was teaching, like she was teaching him like Greek words and stuff. Yeah. And he can like put them together. He knew like ten words, but like ten but words spoke, can do nothing. I don't want to say he spoke fluently because I don't know how to speak. No, Greek. he didn't speak fluently. But, but you thought it was fluently. Yeah. <laughs> Trust me, he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> he spoke conversationally, which yeah. is more than we before you met co- him. Yeah. yeah, we could do a conversation. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's my guy, Malaka. That's, that's my dude. Uh, I miss him. 
So, um, so, so yeah, you're in New York and things are getting stressful. Um, you kind of felt this way, it must have been like, what, four years, five years? Uh, or No, it was like three. two years, two like years, 2018. Yeah. Like yeah. for two years, I was like really struggling and stressing and didn't know what to do. Uh, if I should leave, if should, should I stay? And then I was starting like getting sicker and sicker and I had like to take medicines. Like one of them was like for the rest of my life. I was like taking like a medicine, like it's about like women's stuff. Yeah. And they were like, you're not, you're never like going to get past this. So you have like to take this medicine for the rest of your life and stuff. So I was like, okay, I'm going to live with that. I don't know. Uh, then one day I woke up, I booked a ticket and I left to Greece. That's crazy. And that's where you, everything You told changed. the story. So you, you're, you were staying with John. Yeah, I was and, staying with John. And you, uh, you just woke up and literally bought a ticket. I bought a ticket and I left, yeah. Because we were sitting like in, in his doorsteps. I'm trying not to cry. I'm so sorry. No, it's okay. Yeah. Take your time. Wow. I'm trying like three minutes now. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> so yeah. we're sitting like in his like doorsteps. And that's bad for your health, like people. But we were having a cigarette because we were like, I was really stressful. And... He was like, you can deal with it. You, he was like, you're so strong. And I've seen you like thriving like here. Like yeah. it's only your mind. You have like to get, to get past like through this. So you need to, f you, you are the person that knows what, where is the exit from this. So I can tell that you are like going to your lowest, but you're not in the end yet. All right. So if you stay here, you might hit rock bottom. But he said this? Yeah, yeah. He said that. Oh, I didn't know that. He said that, yeah. I remember like the rock bottom, yeah. like because that was that was the time like my heart said like I don't want to go there, mm. like I need to find the exit now. So I made like the translation in my mind, and the exit was like Greece, and I was like I should go home to my family where I'm safe, and I can like have some time. I have to I can win some time, you know, to know what to do like right. after. Yeah. So. I booked the ticket like with him there, and I went upstairs, packed my stuff, and left. And what's amazing is um, that you left, and you thought you'd come back. It was kind of what we talked talked about in the beginning yeah, of this podcast. Yeah, I thought I'm gonna come back like three minutes later. Like yeah. I was thinking that I wanna be like healthy and strong and everything. Like nothing happened like that. Only yeah. the job went like amazing. Like it it went like really well. But like I got like sicker in Greece in the mm -hmm. beginning. Wait, why do you think you got sicker in Greece? Or do you think it was just like your body just letting go of all the stress from the other places? Up in New it York? was a stress and it was like, then it was about like, the people know you. So, you know, I was like so stressful. And then I was like really scared. Like because people like were touching me and talking to me in the street. And I, I never knew like, I oh, just came back from New York. Like if, if, if someone touched you in the street, you yeah. have to call the police. Yeah. You know? <laughs> it's, not, it's not that easy. So it was hard for me that part that people knew me. And then it was hard for me to understand like the job yeah. because it was the first time I was doing it and I was trying to do like my best. Mm -hmm. Then I had like um, a bullying experience at work. A so bullying experience? Oh, yes, yeah. yes, yes. So I was like trying to have a balance with it. I had a boyfriend in Greece too. I had like a breakup. It was kind of public. So it was like, I was like, oh my God, why did I do that myself? Like mm -hmm. I was struggling. I got sicker. And then this is going to see like people from Greece. Like I had a surgery then. Like nobody knows that. Like the second season of the show, I was like really, really, really bad. 
So I had like surgeries and stuff and I was like taking medicines and mm-hmm. everything. You can, if you knew me, you can understand that I was sick. Like m- my weight was changing. I was okay. like getting weight in one episode and then uh, losing weight, like from oh, the wow. medicines and the stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So my friends knew and my family that something was like, it's not working. Something is like really off. And first and second year, like was like a nightmare. Mm. And I, but I was pretending to be very happy, you know, like very successful. How, how, how did you feel? Only because I know you go to Greece to kind of plant your roots and, and heal because that's where you go. And all of a sudden yeah. you find yourself where you usually go to heal. And then you're feeling the just as happened. bad. Yeah, yeah, worse. You know, my my job, like my work was going like so good. Like everything like at my job was going like great. Yeah. So I was like, you know, you have like one problem solved. Like okay, this oh cares. Yeah, the future. Yeah. Yes, yeah. of course. Which is a big one when you have anxiety. That's huge. Yes. Yeah. So the cares, like it's you don't have a curse anymore. You right. you can work. Now we have to fix that part. Right. That you're not healthy and you're like very like stressed and everything. So we finished like the second season. Then like I was off the show. For some reasons, like I cannot talk like, but like I'm I was off the show. Yeah. And then the the pandemic like happened. Yeah. And we had like a lockdown in Greece. Like for 55 days, we were like staying inside home. And were you alone? No, I, I had a boyfriend at okay. the time that yeah. year. And we had a great time at the lockdown. Like he was like the sweetest person. I'm, I'm so lucky he was with me. So the, the lockdown happens. Yeah. The first week, I was like so scared that I got like COVID somewhere and someone like died because of me. And I was like so depressed. Like, and I forgot like all of my problems. Really? Like, there's a pandemic, like people dying. Yeah. You never know what's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. So I, w- I stopped worried about like my job, like if I have a job or not. Your priorities, you realize yes. what your priorities were. Yeah. I didn't care like about my hair, my life, right. anything. I was just wanna be like happy, healthy, and stay with my boyfriend. Yeah. And after the first lockdown, I went like to the doctor to make my exams because I was late and I was healthy again. Really? Everything so everything changed. was stress induced, all mental everything like changed. Like I'm I'm not taking medicines anymore. Yeah. I was like my weight came back like yeah. to my normal. I never like got like I never got anxiety back because yeah. I put first like myself now and I yeah. always think that like after a pandemic, you know, nothing matters. That's just your, your and health. And stress is terrible. If I remember, if ever you feel sick, never go look it up on online because it can be like you have cancer, you have AIDS, or you're just stressed out. No, <laughs> either it's so stress or we're yeah. dying. Like there's no night, yeah. there's no in between. But you know, it was like a huge, it was a huge thing like in Greece, like and in my comments, like in my social media, that like I lost weight and I looked different, and like I got like all this comment that I am sick and stuff. Like I'm not sick. Yeah. I used to be though. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm healthy again and I just I'm not stressed anymore. So like what I'm is just the secret? happy. What is the secret? The secret is I think it started like from one thing like that my manager told me, like during the bag- the pandemic, when yeah. I found out that like uh, I lost my job. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um she told me like, Do you really wanna be in a job that you're not happy or do you wanna be happy? Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, from now and like forever, like I'm just gonna be happy no matter what happens. Yeah. So now you have, you have two of your own shows now in, in yep. Greece. <laughs> right? Now you lost one show, now you have two of your own. 
Yeah, like so after I lost like the show and after like the pandemic, like during the pandemic, mm-hmm. like I got a call like from like many networks, like from Greece, like to work with them. Um, so I got a contract and they gave me like um, a live TV show for someone who was just a judge like in a show and doesn't know how to do live TV. Wow. So, you know, I was like, I'm not, I didn't die from like COVID, so yeah. let's <laughs> risk it. You never know. <laughs> I was like, that would be fun. Yeah. So I did that. It was fun. It was hard. I was working like 8 a.m. to 12 a.m. every day, like oh, wow. all day. I was trying you know, to learn as many things as fast as I can. Yeah. And I was like there. I was going like to the other like TV shows uh, and watching them. I was doing like everything I can. I was asking so many questions. Like I hope like my coworkers they don't hate me. Right. I was like asking like 50 questions every minute. Like, what is that? What is that? Right. What does it mean? How do you do that? How, where that goes? Everything, everything. Mm-hmm. And it was funny and it was like, it was really funny because I didn't understand what a leader, like as a leader, what I had to do like in the show. So when like the production was like in here and was like fixing like the table or the chairs, I was just doing the same thing. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I should help them. You know, they're, just, they're gonna move the they table. They probably appreciated that. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, they appreciated it, but yeah. like it was so funny. I didn't know. I was just yeah. grabbing stuff like behind, <laughs> and I was running with the chairs. I'm like, where is she going? They were like, what is she doing? Yeah. So you know, I was this crazy person, like who everybody just eventually like had fun with. Right. <laughs> because I was so naive and I didn't know what to do. That's it's <laughs> probably better than better off like that than expecting people to do the stuff for you. Right? Yeah, no, I never expect. I th- so you I earn their respect by doing that. Right, but because of that, by yeah. default. Yeah. I love them so much. Like, yeah. I have a great time like with the people that I work. Because I always do that. Like, I think it's fun and it's nice to be kind like to people. And yeah. like, when you're in a position like to get power, that's when you show people what oh, you absolutely. are, you know? Like, if you have the power and you're in that position, just try and help. Yeah. As much as you can. Like if you just can give them like a, a bottle of water, just do that. Yeah. Like it's fine. But just be kind, you know? Because I was on the other side and I had like a really bad time. Yeah. So if you get the power, just use it in a good way. Yeah. It always comes back to you, always. Um, let me ask you, uh before you started this path of the modeling and now the T V. Yes. What were you were studying uh business and, and journalism. journalism? What did you yeah. want to do? I didn't know. I didn't. I knew that that I didn't want to do journalism. I didn't want to do that. But mm-hmm. like this, like school was like the best in Greece, mm-hmm. and I learned about it, like from a friend. And because I was like from Patras, and my um, my business like school was there, I couldn't leave from my mm-hmm. hometown. Okay. So I was like, maybe I can go to this school that's in Athens, and I can pay for it, so I can live like from my hometown. And you never know, maybe I will be a journalist, maybe not. Oh, so you, you always wanted to leave and saw bigger paths, right? I didn't want to always leave, mm. but I think that something like pushed me there. Like one morning I woke up and I just told my parents that I'm going to leave and I'm going to go there. It like seems like that's I kind of like a lot of the decisions you've made. Yes. Have either been your choice to pick up and leave or someone else saying, hey, yes. you're going to do this. I'm an Aquarius, that's why. Is, oh, is that why? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> We're adventurous. Okay. Like I heard like from the school, like Monday and Friday, I told my parents like parents that oh I'm gonna go like to that school. I didn't even think about it. I just really? went there. Yeah. Got the job and paid well, for the school. Well some people they say some people should listen to themselves or their 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 gut feelings more often. You seem to do that entirely without thinking it I through, hope but it, it works. works for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Please don't blame me if it doesn't. <laughs> 
I think just like God was so nice with me like okay. all the time. Um, so we got some questions to ask you some more specific because this was a great story. Okay. Um, so what are your goals now or goals and dreams? Oh, my goals and dreams. You know, yeah. I have a niece. You know that. Yep. So since like um, I did this path like by myself, uh, I had this like God fairy like by my side. Mm-hmm. But she always let me choose my future because she doesn't want like to be involved like in the decisions in the end because then you, you can blame her, you know? So she makes the path and she has, you have to choose though which way to follow. Right. So I made this path for me and I did my choices and everything and everything really worked out like amazing for me. Right. And I'm like really grateful and I'm very lucky because I did work a lot, but I was lucky too. Yeah. Like I have to admit that like I had a great luck. Even yeah. like in my bad days, I was lucky. Right. So most of the people don't. So I want like to set the record straight, like especially like for my niece who is like eight years old and she's growing up now. And we are like in, in a society that like social media runs everything and you can like have anything like for a post like on Instagram, yeah. which I do and I get paid for it. Right. You know, I do that, but it's not that easy, you know. It's not only about that. You have to be kind. You yeah. have to listen. You have like you have to study. Even if it's not working, it's something that's gonna be like really helpful for you in the future. You, it's gonna open your mind. You have to travel, mm-hmm. and you have like to socialize with people. Like, be careful, but like you can be a little open, and because you're gonna learn so many things like from other people, other cultures, other countries. You have like to travel yeah. and see the world and everything. And is this the inform- Is this the uh the advice you're giving your niece? Yes, like, and to everybody, like, don't wait for people, like, to make things for you. Like, Absolutely. make it by your own. Like, find yeah. a job. Like, my first job, I was, like, bringing, like, coffees by foot, like, to, you know, to stores and everything. And it paid me really well. I was I was making 50,000 steps a day. Fine, it's okay. I was working out, too. <laughs> I was getting money. But I, w- I was doing that by myself, for myself. Yeah. And I was making my money and I was like free to do whatever I wanted. And mm-hmm. I didn't have like to expect from anyone, not even from my family. So you have to work for yourself. You have to plan your future. You can trust that you can make it because you can make it. It's all like in your mind. Right. If you don't, you Confidence have like. Confidence you're talking about. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. And you have to believe that you can do it. Yeah. Like I did like this Did you believe things. that you can do all this early yes, on? You yes. Knew th- you knew in, in your heart you knew you could do all this. Yes, I knew that really? I can do it, yeah. Because I grew up like in this environment, like my mom was like so caring and she was like pampering like me and my sister, most, most of the time me, like all the time. But my dad, who loved him very much, he was like this guy who always like told us like if I asked like for something like to get fixed, he was like, you can do it by yourself. Yeah. He never did anything like for us like so is in that, that a way. Good thing? Yes. Okay. Because I asked him like five years ago. Because I got curious. I'm older now, and we talk like we're friends. And yeah. I was like, "Why didn't you like pummer me like more yeah. when I was a kid? Like I needed that." Yeah. And he was like, "No, you didn't. Like your mom did that all the time. You needed to be strong and you needed to be confident, mm-hmm. and you needed to do things by yourself. See where you are." And you think it was good that you had one parent who pampered you? Yes, one parent who I think it was great. Like okay. because we are two girls in my family, maybe my sister. We didn't have a boy. My mom took care of us like as girls, and my father as boys. 
Okay. So I always, I'm, I was always like a boy. They were calling me like by, by boy's name yeah. at my apartment, at, at, at my home. Yeah. And I was feeling like strong. Like yeah. if my dad needed something like help, he was asking me. He didn't ask like my cousin who was a boy. Right. He was like, no, she can do it. Right. He never said she's a girl. Never. Right. right. So I had like this mentality, this environment like growing up, that I'm strong enough and I can do it, like whatever mm -hmm. it is, because my dad thinks I can. Well, he knew you could. Yeah, he knew. And he put it in you to instill you to believe all that you time, could do as well. All the time, all the time. So that goes to my next question. What, kind, what motivates you to keep on pursuing your goals? What's your motivation now? My motivation, you know, um, what I'm thinking now, because I'm here in New York and I'm like traveling and visiting my friends, you're moving back to New York. That's great. No, <laughs> you never know, though. Um, I have like these shows that like coming up, and I want to do. Uh, I want to help like my other friends, like from from the group. Yeah. Like we're like a group. Like my agent has like a like an agency. She's a manager, and mm -hmm. I want to support like all the people we have there, like to make like even better, mm -hmm. and like help them in any way I can. And I want to learn like um, other like fields like in my work, like production and stuff, which I love. That. Yeah. I love production. I would mm -hmm. love to do that. Uh, it might take like five, ten years to actually like do it like in a good way. But, you know, I can be an assistant. I can clean. I can bring you coffee. Like <laughs> just hire me. I'm in. Um, I, think, I think you're on the right path, too, though. You've already studied the other shows. Yes. It seems like you, uh, you put the work in. I yeah. did that in every show, actually. Yeah. yeah, I was studying like the show from the beginning. I yeah. got like the one that we—it's—it's it's now in the air. It's a format, so I got like everything, and I was writing down like every second of it, so I mm. knew like how to do it like perfectly. Yeah, which was not my job, yeah. but I love to do it. Yeah, but it's important to know every aspect. I love to do it. Yeah, I mean, you don't have to know every detail on how to do it, but understanding how it works is important. Yeah, no, I went. I I go like really deep into it. <coughs> like I I piss like people off. Really? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so you're the annoying one. I'm the annoying one. Okay. Yeah, because I want to learn everything. Yeah. I don't get involved if they don't ask me for my help or anything. I right. will never go like to the director and tell him what to do. But I like if he like let me like be there, sit with next to him. Yeah. If it's not like my part to be on camera, yeah, yeah. to watch how like it's happening. Like it's so like and that's great to have it's the curiosity about the urge to micromanage. Yeah, I, I love like to great. learn about anything. Yeah. yeah. Um, so. In your eyes, what does success mean to you? Like you've achieved, or what do oh, you see? Success yeah. is yeah. about like health, like you, when you feel like happy and healthy with yourself and your choices. Yeah, I don't think it's about like money or fame or, or things like that because you know we come like we come naked and we go naked. Yeah. All of us, we're right. gonna go to the same place. So it doesn't matter like this part. It helps. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. It helps. Like you can have money, you can have an easy yeah. life, or you're famous. Famous. It gets you like to places and stuff. But are they always happy? Are Good they happy question. with the choices? Are you happy well, when you go back home? Money can't make you happy. Money can't yes. buy happiness. Yes. No, it can. Like now, I feel like I'm so grateful that I have like a few friends. I have my family. I have my home. After work, like I go there. I was like the trees and the mountains, and I'm just happy. Yeah. That's all I want, like to be healthy, so to have a place of food. Yeah. yeah. I'm just feeling like just love, you know, that's what I want. Health and love. That's my okay. success story. That's great success, right? There. That's a great measure of success. Yeah. Um, what is a dream that you've yet to achieve since you're feeling your success now? What's what? A dream that you haven't achieved yet. Haven't achieved yet. 
well, I'm not a Hollywood star. Do you want to be a Hollywood star? No. Okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. What is the real dream that you want to achieve? Because well, it is a possibility. You could be a, become a Hollywood star if you wanted to. You're already yeah, uh, that's true. Maybe. a star in your own country. So. Oh, I don't want to be an actor, actress. Okay. It's so hard. I don't know how people do it. So like, what, do you, what, what do you... A dream of me would be like people like to watch it po this podcast, like to know me. But they don't. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but to uh, get to know the real you is your dream? That's the real me. Like, yeah. now they've seen already everything. Yeah, I guess now they have. <laughs> anything. I'm sorry if you don't get any more jobs in Greece. It's my fault. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm going to lose my contract. <laughs> no, my dream. I don't know. You know, I'm, I'm such in a good place mm -hmm. right now. Like, I'm happy. So you see, you're living the dream. I'm living my dream Lucky now. you. <laughs> I think because I'm traveling and see all of you again and yeah. I feel like free again that I can do that mm -hmm. because that part is always like triggering to me even when I was getting like my green card and I couldn't travel. Yeah. You know, you remember like I was like really stressing out mm -hmm. because I didn't feel like free. Yeah. The thing is that I'm free now and can, I can do whatever I want. Mm -hmm. Like that's amazing. So freedom then. Yes. Okay. Um, what is your favorite part of The Outsiders? My favorite part? Yeah. You. Jeremy, you're my uh, favorite part, of course. I love you. We're my friend. I'll give you your money later. Don't worry. Okay. <laughs> How much did we say? I don't need his head get any bigger because I'm going to need to get bigger lenses to get his head in, in the shape. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate you. Thank you. Um, all right. One more question before we get into our rapid fire question. What is your most embarrassing moment? A most embarrassing moment? I've had yeah. so many. Let's find one. Um... Well, an embarrassing moment, which like it felt like that for a second though, and then I enjoyed like so much. Mm -hmm. uh, the first like year I did like the show like in Greece, the yeah. next top model thing. I was like, <laughs> because I was want to make like the girls to relate with me and feel like, open and safe like to talk to me. Yeah. They were saying like, oh, I play, I play, I play soccer and stuff. And I was like, oh, I was playing soccer like a kid. So you know, I was yeah. trying to find a connection. Yeah, of course. And whatever they said, I was trying to find something similar. I did, and I was telling that. Yeah. So they made a compilation like on the show, of course. Oh <laughs> and I was like, oh, I did that. I did that. I did the other thing. And there was like all these things that I was doing all the years of my life. And then that became a meme, like a huge meme, like everywhere. Oh, I did everything, basically. Everything, you yeah. In the beginning, like for a few seconds, I felt like embarrassed. And then yeah. it, was, it was so funny that yeah. I did my own memes and I was sending them to my friends. <laughs> we got to send some of those to me. We'll put I them know. in a, in a but reel. But it was like, that's my favorite part now, actually. Really? Yeah, that's my favorite part. I still make like memes like that. Okay. Yeah. Well, trans make some in English so I can yeah. understand those. And they called me like Chuck Norris, like in Greece. Oh, because no one, yeah, because uh, no yeah. one's better than Chuck Norris, of yes. course. Um, that's funny. I wouldn't say that's embarrassing, but well, I guess if, if, well, if for like, me it was. Millions of people <laughs> were laughing at me, then I guess I'd be embarrassed. Yeah. yeah. But then it was so funny. Yeah. I couldn't but laugh, you know, so by that's myself. That's a good attitude to have. That's the only way you get over it, I guess, right? Or yeah. No, you. I loved it because. They're so smart and they pick up things like so fast and yeah. they were doing like these memes and I was like, who are these people that are so funny, you know? Yeah. I, I need to meet them. They might be commenting on our YouTube video once, uh, once this airs. <laughs> uh, hopefully it's all positive stuff, no haters. <laughs> um, is there anything I haven't asked you that you want to share about yourself? Because I know you're always on a show and you can share obviously on your social media, but no, is there anything you want to share? This, I think like, no, I've said like so many things yeah. and I think that's the part that I never like told to anyone. 
Like nobody knew that I was sick. Nobody right. knew that I was struggling. Like everybody. I didn't give like I did give the impression like to Greece that everything was fine because I never said the opposite. Mm-hmm. You right. know, so they knew that I'm a model that's coming from New York. So I should be successful at the time. I should be rich. I should right. have that. I shouldn't be sick. You sick, you know, and yeah. everything. I never like denied that. I never said the opposite. So right. now they know which what was like the truth like for me and right. how like I experienced everything like in the first like years. In I think it's important for people to see that because people always see what's sh- what's what others want to show them, right? So you don't necessarily want to show your bad moments. You want to show your successes. But then when you have bad moments on your own and don't see other people's failures, You know, harder. I was like so fragile like in, at that time because you knew I had like a part time. So yeah. it was like so hard for me, for me to be in the public eye and like have been sick in the same time and like share it with people. Yeah. And I'm not good like with sickness and, you know, right. talking about that because, you know, it makes me cry, yeah. everything about it. So... It's not easy for me to share. And it was better for me but for people not to know and not to look at me with pity, you know? And well, like of course, but sharing after you, you, you felt it. I think at some point, yeah. sharing it would help others. Well, I shared it now because yeah. you knew, so yes, <laughs> it was easy to hide it. I'm, I'm thankful you, I'm, I'm thankful <laughs> was, share it. I couldn't and I'm hide sure, that. I'm sure yeah. other people watching will be thankful you share that too because if they're yeah. feeling that way and they, they hear it from you, yeah, it gives them, maybe gives them hope. You know? But it, I think it helped me because I was trying to like be this like strong person, like this strong woman who comes here. She's young and she's, yeah. you know, fearless and she do that and she do the other. So it made eventually it put me like in a character that I am that person, which I was, but I was sick. Right. Um, and it did help me a lot mm. to do that. Even like for my niece, like I couldn't I could see my niece like before the show because she knew that I was sick. She could see me like at home. Uh, she was like, oh, you're so better now, you yeah. know, because I was living in Athens. She didn't seem like at home anymore. She mm-hmm. was like watching TV and she was like, oh, you look amazing and everything. Yeah. So you're good now. And I was like, yes, babe, I'm good. Like, yeah. it's going to be fine. That's yeah. good. There you go. Yeah. Uh, thank you for sharing that. No, thank you. Now we're on to the last part of the interview. It's five, okay. five rapid fire questions. Okay. Okay. So basically, I'm going to ask you a question. Whatever comes to your mind first, you answer. Okay. All right. Yes. What is your favorite city other than New York City? Oh, Athens. Athens, okay. Yeah. Why Athens? Because it's my work. Yeah. You know, I love my job so much. Because it's not your hometown. No, it's not yeah. my hometown. You know, it. I said Athens because that's what I thought first. Yeah. And second, I thought like Mykonos. It's not about like the parties. Yeah. My sister lives there with my yeah. niece. So, yeah. Okay. Like for me, it's Athens because of work and I love my job. But like about family, I'm going to go there f- first to my niece. Right. Yeah. I'm going to go so there So where first. family is, where wherever yes. the people are. I mean, the yeah. home is wherever the people are. Yes. Right? I understand. Uh, if you could do any other profession, anything, you, mm. you, what would you do? Maybe working like with kids. Yeah. I uh, do love kids. Like it's my favorite time. Like when I'm with my niece, like we're coloring and we talk about stuff and everything and we dance and we do these kind of things. It's not like only, it's not only about like teaching, like go there and like grammar and stuff like that, right. which I can do. I, I can speak and write <laughs> for like a, a really small child though, <laughs> a young kid. Yeah, <laughs> I can do that for my niece, but I think it's about the connection. Like kids need con- someone like to connect and yeah. have fun with. And if you let them like be free and enjoy the moment with them, not mm-hmm. be like on your phone or like, you know, like yeah. that, like, that can be amazing. So potentially I like would a do young children's school teacher of sorts? Yeah, lo- okay. I love, I love kids. I love kids. 
<laughs> What's your biggest fear? My biggest fear? Oh, um, I hate that fear, but it's true and it can happen. And I said that like in an interview, like in Greece, so, and people weren't happy about it because they realized that like, that's a really, really like bad fear. So I'm so sorry, I'm going to put that in your mind. But when I sleep at night, since I was a kid, I have to cover my ears. Cover your ears? Yes, like with fabric and something, not with my hair. Do you still cover your ears when you sleep? Yeah, since I was five and I watched like a documentary that like spiders and stuff like that can Uh, go in your ears and lay their eggs. And like you can have eggs in your ears. I know. I know. (laughs) I know. I'm like if I have to be now. honest, yeah, that's my that's my biggest fear that like some bug would go like in my ear and like have eggs and then I have to take them out and I'm gonna be in a great pain. Well, thank you for sharing that. Or it's I'm gonna disgusting. have a brain damage, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm keep sharing. I'm making like worse. Oh my God. <laughs> Like, as if I didn't have enough to stress myself out about, right? Well, don't <laughs> ask that question, though. <laughs> um, if you could have a TV show about anything, 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 and it's your own show, what yes. would you make a show about? Spiders in ears? Yes. <laughs> you know, I do love Next Up Model. That yeah. was, like, my favorite, like, show. Mm-hmm. Because you can, like... That's it. It's an earthquake? No. Just mine. Oh, okay. you, I think there's maybe okay. my arms shaking the mic. Okay. So. <laughs> I was like, oh no, it's <laughs> happening. No, in New York. <laughs> no, it's in Greece though. That's why I thought oh, about it. Oh, no worry. No. So like, um, I love that like this show because you can like actually like pass your wisdom like to someone like new. I wish I had like someone with me when I was there. Like I had my manager, but mm-hmm. like she wasn't a model. She didn't have the experience of the model. Like if like, a girl like from the industry like explain to me like in like A B C D you know how mm-hmm. things work and how you can make it or what mistakes can you avoid the one that the ones that they know you know because yeah. it's different for everyone like the experience um, I would be like I would be better so I love the show because I, I could share like my struggles and my happy times right. like with the girls and like help them and make them like feel better um, and do better. Okay. So essentially you've already worked on your favorite show. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I had my dream job. That's nice. true. Yeah. I love the show. Nice. You're lucky. I am lucky. <laughs> yes. Oh, my last since, question. Since I was born. What's that? <laughs> since I was born, like I, I'm a lucky person. Like yeah. I have to admit that. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. I mean, you also make your own yeah. luck, right? It's not entirely. Luck. I do. Yeah, I do work. Um, last question is: What's yes. your favorite food? Mm. <laughs> what is your favorite? Well, you know food? that I, I love everything. Yeah. Like I eat everything. You know, I love like cookies. Yes. Yes. You know, yes. I know, and I love peanut butter and chocolate. Mm-hmm. So, so we you have cookies. cookies. You know, it's funny, I'm, I'm a cookie addict. You are I love a cookie cookies. addict. Actually, we had great cookies the other day. And those are, your, those are your, we didn't get a chance to get them today, right? No, we didn't. We didn't have the time. But like, if you live in New York, which I'm sure you do, uh, most of you, you're the not Greek people. New York, yeah. No, I'm thinking about Greece and I'm like, they don't. No, we have, we have a, very, a very big community in Greece. A lot of people watch our videos. Oh, gr- we're yes? We will, we will soon. We'll have a, gr- a big <laughs> Greek community soon. I love this guy. <laughs> so, <laughs> there's this place called me, like, Forget Me Not. Yeah. I'm sure and it's actually not a cookie spot. No, it's not a no. cookie spot. No, no, no. It's in Lower East Side, but, like, the owner, his girlfriend, girlfriend like, has his recipe from her grandmother. With like, so there's like these cookies, like they make it, make them like with cereal and peanut butter, and like 
butterscotch like something. Mm. I don't know what like this like thing is. Yeah. And they're so amazing. Like they it's are. The I, best I tried thing. them the other day. They're yes, amazing. you tried them. So what did you get today? We peanut have butter cookies? Peanut butter, chocolate chunk, oh, and nice. We have like the sea salt. Chocolate chip. Chocolate chip. Ooh. Is it chocolate chunk? Nice. Yes. This is a problem because I love I love this place. You got it from a place called Van Cookies yes. in Jersey City. And um, it's funny, I went there. I used to go there all the time. It's, it's actually very close to my house. And yeah, they know him there. How's that? They know Jeremy there. Yeah, they actually know. So I walked in there, and before I could even make my order, they, asked, they told me, oh, you want this? You want the sea salt chocolate chip? I'm like, yeah, how do you know? So you're one of our regulars. Oh, how many regulars do you have? Four. Just you. <laughs> Just you, Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna try this peanut butter one because I've never yeah, had this too. one. Yeah, me too. All right. Okay. Peanut butter chocolate chunk. Oh wait, how do you yamas? Gone. It's mm. for drinks, but mmm. Mmm. It's good. I know. All right. Oh my god. Yeah, we need a moment here. <laughs> Let it sit in the mouth. Well, on that note. Because I want to get to these cookies. I want to say thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you, not only for no, being on the show, you. but opening up about things you haven't opened up before. I think it's going to be, hopefully, some, some people in Greece who know you will watch the show and feel better about themselves knowing what you've shared. You know, thank you, first of all. Like, you know, I love you, like, so many years. And it's easier for me, like, to talk to you and open, like, myself up to you because you've been there and you know me and mm -hmm. you know everything. So it's easy to talk about with you because we've talked about it and yeah. you know like most of this stuff and everything. So now that you were like here, I opened that myself and I feel actually really better and very like relieved because we all get like through things. Mm -hmm. And as you said, it's nice like to share and, and like feel like other people who struggle in their own like things that feel that they're not alone. Like yeah. we're not alone. We all struggle. We yeah. all have like bad days. Mm -hmm. It happens to everyone. Nobody's happy. No fame, no money. Nothing like right. makes you happy if you're not like happy with yourself. It all right. starts there. Mm -hmm. And one thing to, to mention also is that although everyone is special, we're not so unique that we're experiencing a pain by ourselves. Everyone, yeah. if you're feeling a certain way, chances are other people are. You know, yeah. we're not that special in that way. So, uh, I think like again, I think it's a good reason why you shared uh, what you shared. Uh, again, want to mention. We dedicate this show to John Ligas, John. my yeah. guy. Um, and thank you again. Appreciate it. Thank you so much. All right. I love you. Love you too. <laughs>